Blog Talk Radio. From Los Angeles, California, it's Music Friday Live, brought to you by Solar City, your source for clean, sustainable energy. I'm your host, Patrick O'Heffernan. And we have two world citizens as our guests today. So stay tuned. This is going to be one heck of a show. But before I introduce our guests, I want to thank all of you who have recommended bands on our website. We are booked in November. We have to hold off booking for a while, but don't hold off visiting the website. We're going to actually have some some new reviews uh, posted on the website uh, uh, later this afternoon, too. And also, I want to warn you that Five large Department of Water and Power trucks are now parked in front of our building, tearing up the street and the phone lines. And they promised me, they promised me they would not cut the power. But some of their noise may leak through our soundproofing because they are very loud and they're very close. So bear with us. Also, (laughs) you never know. (laughs) Um, The president is visiting uh, Los Angeles today, and he's actually... uh, uh, Marine One, the helicopter Marine One, all three of them are based at the Santa Monica Airport, which is fairly close to where our studio building is. And about 30 seconds ago, uh, Marine One, and there are three of them, flew over us. They couldn't have been more than 500 feet off the ground, and they shook the building. So uh, if you know they they take off again and fly this way, and you hear it, it sounds like there's a war going on. It isn't. It's just the president. Um, I think he's going to be visiting Gwyneth Paltrow today, or maybe that was last night. Anyway, it's going to be an exciting show. And you know what? We have a guest on the line. Uh, Yes, we do. Hi, is this Rander Porter? Hello? Thought we had a guest on the line. Here. Oh, there you are. There you are. Hi, is this Rander? Yeah, Patrick. How are you doing? I'm doing well. And I, I looks like you've got some other people with you. Who's with you? Yeah, I wanted to uh, introduce the band here, uh, Ransom and Subset, um, give them a chance to say hello. Um, why don't we go ahead and introduce yourself, starting with drums, bass, and then guitar. Go ahead. Hey, this is uh, Patrick Coy here on uh, drums. And we should Hi, have the bass player. How you doing? A Patrick to a Patrick. Fine name you got. <laughs> <laughs> and who's, the, who's on the bass there? Well, if, if, if he doesn't speak up, that's uh, Rene Joost. He's playing uh, some awesome bass for the band. And then um, lastly, we have on guitar. Uh, hey, Patrick, it's John Nemo. How you doing? I'm doing well. And, you know, I, I love to, to, to see you guys in, in person. But uh, I understand that uh, you released an album this week. And when you were on the show uh, back in September, you promised me you'd call in when you released it. So I guess this means you released the album, right? Yeah, we did. We released on Tuesday, and the album is available um, on iTunes, Amazon, uh, Google Play, all the digital retailer uh, retail outlets, and also you can get physical CDs um, through Amazon as well if, if people want to actually do the old-fashioned way and buy a CD. Well, well, tell us about it. I understand the title is No Time to Lose, and I know that because we played the title song from it back in September. So how many songs in total are on the album? There's 11 songs uh, on the album. Um, the title track is called No Time to Lose. We start with a, um, a very uh, um, breezy surge of power pop um, sound with a sound, song called Anna. 
and the album is just a lot of fun all the way through. And people tell me when they listen to it, it's just the kind of fun, energetic album that they just keep listening to. We're having a lot of fun, and people are really, really liking it. Well, as you know, I'm a drum fan, so Pat, let me ask you, what's your favorite song on the album? Well, I would probably have to say that uh, I've got two um, uh, questions. It's kind of uh, you know people go for the, the the main ones. I like questions because it's got a it's got kind of like the nostalgic kind of Ringo feel to it. So yeah, that that would be one of mine. Okay, all right. Well, I'm going to uh, download it as uh, after the show today and uh, listen to it. Now let's let's make sure that everybody knows once again where to find it. And the name is sure, no the album, If you go to um, a couple different ways, you can go directly to iTunes and just search on Ransom in the subset. But an easier way is to go to our webpage, www.ransomandthesubset.com. And on that front page will be links to all the places you can get it. And then there's also a link there in which you can click on to to, to take a listen to all the songs and then uh, forward you to, um, to buy it if you'd like to get it there too. Okay, and are you going to be touring to promote the album? Yeah, we will. Um, what we're, we're doing right now, um, we're her- as you know, these songs are quite complex, and we're uh, rehearsing these songs. We're planning something real, real big. We don't have it finalized right now, um, but we hope to uh, finalize it very, very soon. Um, and, yeah, we'll be playing all these wonderful songs um, live. Well, when you do, uh, give me a call or or shoot me an email. We'll have you back on the air, particularly if uh, uh, you're going to be in uh, Los Angeles or New York City or Austin or Salt Lake, you know, places where we have a lot of listeners. So we'll have you back on the air and you can talk about it because, like you say, your music is complex, but it's also really, really friendly to listen to, and I, I I love it. So give us so let let me know when you're uh, ready to go on tour. And once again, I want to tell remind our listeners that the album is No Time to Lose, and just look them up on iTunes or go to their website. And you know what? I happen to have, I happen to have right here a little bit of the title track, No Time to Lose. So we're gonna gonna play a little of that, okay? Um, But right now, I'm gonna say thank you very much and. we will be looking for your email, your phone call, or tell us about the tour. Thanks a lot, guys. I really appreciate you calling in. Great. Hey, thanks, Patrick. Patrick. All right. Have a good Thank you, Bye. Patrick. And this is a little bit of the uh, title no, track. No time to she's on Tuesday, but she wants to see him more. Her hands are shaking and her heart's beating fast. Is he the right one? Cameo Entertainment Group and Cyber Station USA are now part of Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. With Stitcher, you can listen to live programming as well as archive radio programming right on your phone. To obtain Stitcher, just go to the App Store for your particular phone. Go to search, then type in Stitcher. That's Stitcher. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. Then download. It's that simple. Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. Convenient access to live and archive Cyber Station USA programming on your mobile phone. That's Stitcher. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. Cyber Station USA. Always on the go.
And I'm Patrick O'Heffernan, host of Music Friday Live, welcoming our listeners on, as you just heard, the CyberStationUSA.com network and Stitcher and all of our radio affiliates and also on the Blog Talk uh, radio network. If you have questions or comments for our guests, you can call us at 347 347- 215-7511. That's 347-215-7511. Or you can email your questions to musicfridaylive at gmail.com. Musicfridaylive at gmail.com. The chat room is open, and I see we got people in the chat room. Hi. So if you have uh, things you want to say to each other or to me and you're on the Block Talk Radio Network, you can uh, let me know on the chat room. Um, we're going to look forward to your questions If you are listening to us on a podcast, which means you aren't listening to us live, you can still contact our guests. Send us an email with your question, and we'll forward it on to the guests. Of course, we'll remove your email address so you don't get put on any list you don't want to. And when they reply, we'll forward that on to you. And that way, you can still listen to our guests. Well, the thing about our next guest is that she is just plain fun to listen to. And remarkably, she's fun to listen to in two languages, English and Japanese, and that's not an easy thing to accomplish, given the differences between the two languages. But in any language, Cat McDowell's music can make you sit up and take notice, or it can just let you happily tap your feet. Either way, her understated talent is remarkable. Born in Japan, raised mostly in New Zealand, with many parts of both cultures inside of her, she combines pop, J-pop, calypso, rock, and a positive musical attitude in a mixture that is it's kind of like sunshine to listen to. She built a successful career in Japan as a gaijin, that is a non-Japanese, even though she is a native, and that's, not a, and that's a pretty serious challenge. But after many albums, singles, gigs, shows, TV commercials, and studio sessions, she was a success. So she decided to go on the road, really, really, really on the road. She played over 1,000 gigs in Australia, New Zealand, Central America, and Europe. And now, and now she is here in the United States, and we are delighted to talk with her this morning on Music Friday Live. Welcome to Music Friday Live and to Southern California, Kat McDowell. Thank you. <laughs> Good to be here. Uh, Kat, there's so much to talk about, and, and I bet you have a lot of stories to tell from your world tour but first, I, I want to learn a little bit more about this this album, uh, Rise Above. It's got yes. ten songs. And I underst- now I understand that it took you two years to assemble your earlier album, Echoes Over the Ocean. Did this one go faster, or did it, did it also take that long? This one, yeah, it's been it's been two years since my last release, and last year was a crazy journey of of moving to the US and um and then touring back in Japan and and everything was just so crazy I didn't have time to to make a new album but um all the all the songs came relatively easy this time actually I and mean, it took a little while it took two years to make but but the songs came to me Oh where were they recorded Half of it was recorded in New Zealand and half of it was recorded here in LA Wow uh did you work with some of your previous uh, uh, people, like Gota or Takamune? <laughs> I didn't work with Goto-san, but I worked with uh, a guy in New Zealand who I've been working with for the last 10 years on different projects, and he's mixed some of my last albums, and we worked on some albums together, and so I really like working with him. So I asked him to help me again this time. 
Do you want to tell us who it is? His name's Nick Mendes. Okay. All right. Well, I, I want to uh, play a little bit of uh, one of the cuts there, and this is uh, human. And like I said uh, in the introduction, you are fun to listen to, but there's always more to your songs than just fun. So let's listen a little bit yeah. to this one. That's Human by Cat McDowell. And I wanted to play um, a, a minute of that one because it's a song I think we can all relate to, all of us humans, right? Yeah. I, I, I know there's a backstory to that song involving a serious argument, but what strikes me is how you step back and, and you saw the bigger picture and you asked the positive question. And that seems to kind of infuse all of your music, the positive. Is, is that the Japanese in you or is that the New Zealand in you or is that the L.A. in you now? I I have no idea. I'm not quite sure. Um, well, I mean, you know, I I have a, a strong faith that that um, that kind of grounds me and helps put things into perspective. So I would say that's probably what contributes more to my um to my positive outlook at the end of the day. Um, well, and this was this was a song that yeah I wrote in a, I was feeling I was just having the most terrible morning. Just felt like crap. Didn't feel like doing anything, and couldn't believe the song came out of it. It's <laughs> like, what? Where did this come from? So it was a nice surprise, and you know, I should have fights more often. <laughs> well, it, it's a it's a it's a nice surprise for for us because we get to listen to it. And uh, speaking <laughs> speaking of the positive, uh, there's another song that is really fun to listen to, but is also something we all relate to. This is hopeful. that song I've been, I've been listening to it all of yesterday but but tell oh, me Kat, what are, what is it that you're rising above in that song you know last year uh last year I, most of the year um homeless <laughs> and i mean i still had a roof over my head but it was always you know the first thing um we bought when we came to to la was firstly a car so we had a car 
but because I spent so much time on the road last year, it just wasn't worth um, renting a house. So we just kind of crashed at our friend's place for a long time and or in hotel rooms or couch surfing or on the road. And, and it was a year of kind of starting all over from getting to a certain level of success in Japan and then letting all of that go, maybe not all of it, but, but moving to a place and starting from zero. And, and it was really inspiring coming to LA because people here are full of dreams. There's so many dreamers here and we're all in the same place. We're all trying to, we've all come here with our dreams and we're trying to build something from zero and starting again. So that's where Hopeful came from. Well, we, we are all in the same place, usually the 405 at uh, between 4 and 6 in the yeah. uh, <laughs> yeah. afternoon. Right. Yeah, we've got to rise above our aggression on the road. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or rise above the 405 of the helicopter like the president is now doing. Yeah. Uh, we're talking with uh, Kat McDowell. You can talk with her at 347-215-7511, or you can email us. You can email us at musicfridaylive at gmail.com. And actually, we do have some emails here, and I will get to them fairly fairly quickly. But, but Kat, you know, now that you're, you're part of my fair city, and this is my hometown. I was raised here, Los Angeles. Mm. Um, and as you know, L.A. is the the center of music in America, and some people think mm. it's the center of music in the world. Um, and as mm. you pointed out, it's a place of, place of a lot of creativity and inspiration and collaboration and competition. So I mm-hmm. have a very, very important question for you. Um, mm-hmm. And I'll understand if you don't want to listen, if you don't want to answer it. Okay. What's your favorite break? Are you at El Porto or 26th Street or Sunset Beach? Where do you like to surf? <laughs> El Porto. Good for you. That's, <laughs> I was raised surfing on, on El Porto, so I know that. Oh, pretty, really? Pretty, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, cool. To be um, honest, oh, well, you know, no, my favorite break is actually uh, Seno, Seno Free. Is, um, oh, okay. Seno Free. It's not in L.A. I mean, it is down further, but uh, that's my favorite place to surf. But in L.A., it would be El Porto. Yeah, El Porto. Have you, have you been down to uh, Sunset Beach? No. Oh, so you should I haven't. I haven't seen yet, no. Oh, well, just take Sunset all the way to the PCH, and there's a parking lot mm-hmm. there, and you'll see everybody on the break. And on a good day, it, it, it's okay. a very nice break. Um, well, which, to go there. which brings me to, you know, surfing uh, apparently is a big part of your life. Did, did you surf in Japan? Did you ride the break at Chiba or Tacos or any of those places? <laughs> yeah, I started surfing when I was 14 in New Zealand, but... I didn't get very good there because the waves and the currents were just so strong and so scary. So so it was only in Japan when it was actually my fans that got me kind of back into surfing and into loving it because a lot of the people who loved my music were surfers. And it, it surprised me because I wasn't intentionally going in that direction, but that's those were the people that really loved, loved my music. So it must be... From you know, growing up in in Japan and and growing up, uh, being born in Japan and growing up in New Zealand, they were all islands. So maybe my songs sound kind of islandish, and and people are drawn to that. So it was, it was you, Japanese surf fans that got me back into surfing and into loving it again. You know, there are people who think that L.A. is is an island and they wish it would break off and float away, but. Uh, um, <laughs> Uh, as, as you know, uh, surfing gave rise to an entire musical genre, which came out of L.A., um, yes. the Beach Boys, etc. D- does, does surfing affect your music at all? Oh, yeah, definitely. 
I think I I sing better after surfing, actually. <laughs> and I think it warmed up my body. But it just it kind of, again, puts things back into perspective and relaxes me. Uh, for the longest time, I was kind of so focused on music that even though I was in L.A., I wasn't really going to the beach very much, and I started going out again in the mornings. And even if I don't surf, just to just to take my guitar and sit on the beach. And those were things that I used to do a lot when I was in my teens in New Zealand. So kind of go, going coming back to that and being able to live so close to the beach is oh, it's truly a blessing. It's amazing. Well, I, I, I know you um, you got married recently. Does your husband surf? Yeah, he's he's trying to. <laughs> we, both, we both like the beach. We're both trying to surf. We're not good at it, but, <laughs> but we love it. But I I know he's a musician, and you two play together, don't you? Yeah, well he he um, he's an amazing ear. So he's only been touring with me for the last year or two. He's only really started playing all these instruments in the last year or two, but he's really good. So we've just been touring together, and um, and the the CD release party that's coming up will have the full band, so he'll just be playing bass. But he usually plays percussion and ukulele bass and ukulele and sings, and he kind of, he is the whole band. <laughs> well, oh, I, well I, I just play my guitar, he does everything else. It's amazing. So he's the one on the ukulele that, that I hear in some of your songs. Well, he didn't actually join for the recordings. Uh, those recordings were things that I took with my producers. So one is Nick Manders in uh-huh. New Zealand, and then there's another um, guy called Travis Graham who is based in L.A. from Seattle. He's a young producer, but he was so fun to work with. So we worked on all the songs with with um, Travis and with Nick mostly. It's like he did some of the singing. Well, well you, you just mentioned a, a CD release party, so let's tell everybody about it. When and where? Yeah, well, it's November 8th, Saturday night at Wits End in Venice. I'm so excited about it. Yay. Well, I will be there. Uh, our studio is wow. probably 10 minutes from uh, Wits End, and I know it well. I, I, I knew the, the founder and I know the crew down there now, so oh, I will awesome. be there. And, and I want to tell everybody, for, for those of you who, because who, you heard me, you've heard me talk about Wits End a lot, because uh, it, it is one of our favorite places. Uh, for those of you who don't know, it's on Lincoln Boulevard in Venice, California. It's near Lincoln and Palms. Uh, it is a listening room. It's a place where you go to actually sit and listen to music. I mean, there's a big bar and a lot of people hang out at the bar, but they've installed a wonderful sound system, and it is mm-hmm. for people who really appreciate music. Yes. So have you been there before? Uh, I've only peeked in, and I'm actually going to a show there tonight. I'm going to see my friend Alpha play tonight, <laughs> so good. I'll be there. Okay, yeah. good. Well, you'll really enjoy it, and say say hi to everybody there. Um, well, I have another surfing question for you. Have you ever surfed in the rain? Yes. Okay. I well, love it. <laughs> maybe that explains the next song, which is a little rain. Oh, that's where you're going. <laughs> that's where I'm going. And, and here's a little rain. And a ukulele. Windshield wipers on the blue skies are playing hide and seek. Great clouds spilling out the rain. Headlines, today's top story. There's a storm that's brewing. 
I could just listen to that all day, whether it's raining or not. <laughs> We're talking with Kat McDowell, and you can talk with her at 347-215-7511. Or well, I guess I better get to some of these emails, because we have a lot of emails here. Uh, and for those of you who haven't emailed and want to know the address, it's musicfridaylive at gmail.com. And uh, let me just say that we understand that, you know, if you're listening to us at work and you have your earphones on and you're not really paying attention to that PowerPoint on your computer screen, you can email us. So here is um, Somerset in San Jose. Somerset in San Jose says, you should come up to uh, NorCal. We love positive pop-up here, and we surf here, too. Oh, so I would love that. Okay. So yeah. any plans for uh, Northern California? Oh, oh, I would love to. I'm just wait, uh, looking for an opportunity. So if you can um, if you, you can recommend a venue or somewhere up there I can play, uh, I will try and be up there as soon as possible. Okay, well, for everybody in NorCal, send me an email with your favorite venue for Cap McDowell, and we will forward it on to her, okay, because we'd love to, to see her up there, too. Elise in if Los Angeles. Like to, Go ahead. If, if you'd Go like ahead, to host Kat. a house concert, too, then I could, I'd be willing to come and play for you. <laughs> okay, you can email well, me. You know, there, there's uh, over a 1,000 house concert venues in the United States. Wow, no, I didn't know that. Yes, there is. In fact, there's an association of them, and um, the the queen of house concerts, uh, Rain Perry, was actually on our show last week, so I will shoot her an email and have her get in in touch with you. She's up in Ojai, and she has a big following. Her house concerts sell out. Um, That's amazing. Yep, it's amazing. Uh, Elise in Los Angeles wants to know, how long have you been in L.A., and while you're here, where have you played, and how did I not know about it? I haven't played very much in LA. I've been touring constantly, so I haven't had a chance to play very often. But the next gig that I would recommend is the release party, so that's on November 8th, and I'll try and play more often. So please come to my website and sign up to my mailing list, and I'll let you know when all the gigs are. And tell everybody what your website is. K-A-T dash McDowell, M-C-D-O-W-E-L-L dot com. Okay, all right. Well, you you do have some L.A. gigs coming up. You just mentioned the one in uh, Whitsand on November 8th. You're also yes. going to play at the Ramen Yochoko Festival in the Fairplex in Pomona, yes. and that's next weekend, October 19th. So yes. everybody in you know Burbank and Pasadena and Altadena and Pomona and all those places on the other side of the hill, don't miss her. And also, you know, a, a ramen festival is really, really fun. If you like it, and you know, we think of ramen in the U.S. as you know the the little packages that you get. Uh, uh-uh, that's not what ramen really is. So uh, mm. catch her October nineteenth at the Ramen Yochoko Festival in the Fairplex. Um, we only have a couple of minutes left, and I wanted to give our audience a little taste of how you you sing in Japanese. So. I'm just going to give them a minute of this. This is still learning how to start.
Now, that's cat singing in uh, Japanese. And, of course, if you listen to the whole cut, there's also English in there, too. It seems to me like when you sing in Japanese, your your voice goes up a notch. Or Am I just hearing that, or, or do you really go up a, reg- a little bit? Yeah, my okay. voice does. My voice is so much lower in English than in Japanese. And my mannerisms change. My facial expressions, everything changes. But the music stays pretty much the same. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but I noticed that you also switch languages in that song. Now, from my 20 or so trips to Japan, I know that English is not uncommon. But in the Japanese release, why do you sing the refrain in English? Oh, you mean the chorus? Yeah, I'm sorry, the chorus. The, well, it just feels right to do that. It just felt right. Uh, it didn't feel like the English was too complicated, and I felt like I could, um, more than anything, I mean, the reason why I sing in Japanese is to convey the message. So I felt like the verses would be enough to convey that message. But I okay. still felt seeing the yeah the chorus in, in English. Well, whatever language, it's really fun to listen to. I, I love your music. I'm looking so, so much to seeing you live at the Wits End on November 8th. And unfortunately, uh, we are out of time. So I'm going to go out playing the appropriate song, which is Goodbye. But before we do, let's make sure everybody knows where to find your music. Go to cat-mcdowell.com. Is that right? Got the right one? Yes. Yes, okay. that's and- the one. And while you're there, visit the store. There's some great goodies there. There's an iPhone case, a miniature guitar, special uh, Cat McDowell team package, a lot of really fun things, of course. And you can also see her tour dates there. Cat, thank you so much for being with us today. This, is gonna, this has been so much fun, and I'm so much looking forward to seeing you at the Wits End. Thank you, Patrick. I'm looking forward to seeing you, too. All right. We're going to go out with... Uh, One of her songs here, this is Goodbye, and when we come back, we're going to have a special guest from Germany. Don't go away.
And that's Goodbye by Kat McDowell. And, of course, we were saying goodbye to her. And I'm Patrick O'Heffernan. Uh, we're back at Music Friday. I'm your host. And, uh, of course, we'd love to hear from you. You can call in 347-215-7511. Or if you're sitting there with your earphones on at work and looking at the computer screen and then listening to us instead of you know doing what you're supposed to be doing, <laughs> you can email to us. A lot of people do that, apparently. Now, I want to give you a, um, a quick but very important word from our wonderful sponsor, Solar City. Solar power is a huge win-win for homeowners, but a lot of people are reluctant to take the plunge into solar because of the upfront costs. With Solar City, you can go solar for zero upfront costs on approved credit. That's right. Solar City will come out and they'll install a solar system on your home for free, and you only pay for the power you use just like you do from the utility company. But you pay for a lot less because, you know, the sun's making the energy for you. Solar City pays for the system. It ensures the system. It maintains the system. And all you have to do is enjoy the savings. So if you've been ready for solar, but solar hasn't been ready for you, it is now at Solar City, America's number one clean energy provider. How do you find out? Well, I've got a phone number for you. You knew I would, so you've got that pencil ready or your keyboard there. 909 618-6937. That's 909-618-6937. And if you tell them, and you'll probably talk to Tina, she's my representative there. If you tell Tina that I sent you, you'll get a discount. So that's 909-618-6937. Ben Jimon is very, very good. A native of Germany with family in Israel and Argentina He moves easily among those and other countries, picking up musical influences while retaining a certain humble cosmopolitan air. Musical training in Israel, college in London, summers teaching disabled barrio children in Cordoba. He has seen a lot and he's given a lot. And he has sung to a million people at the Brandenburg Gate in Germany. And he's written and recorded hundreds of songs and he's played gigs from Berlin, Tel Aviv to Los Angeles. A pop rocker who writes and performs with the precision of a seasoned professional, he knows how to hold a crowd or lay down popular tracks. And he's also determined to give back, to live and sing with integrity and to be his own man. Now living in Los Angeles, he's entering the U.S. market with a scintillating EP, Through the Universe. I was at the EP release party. I interviewed Ben for Vince Magazine, and I was so taken with him that I wanted to share him with you. Ben, welcome to Music Friday Live. Thank you. Hi, Patrick. Hi. Uh, Ben, you're now in my hometown. Uh, Why did you move here, given all the other choices of places you could go to? Um, I would say the main reason why I moved here is because I was invited by a very, very good producer. And that was uh, a year and a half ago. And he heard my music, um, and I came here for for the Muse Expo, actually. And he asked me to sit down with him and to see if we can work together. And that's what we did. And at some point, he said, okay, you know what? You should move here for a few months. Um, I'll help you with everything that you need. And that's what I did. I came here. I spent here a few months, and I fell in love with the city and with the people that I met. And I decided, okay, this is my next station. (laughs) <laughs> well, I, I love to hear that because this is my hometown. <laughs> uh, did you record? That means you recorded the EP here, right? That's true. 
Now, I understand that, that you went into the studio and you had over 40 songs and you came out with, with just these four. How did you pick them and why so few songs? Well, the EP has actually six songs. I Sorry, six uh, played songs, four right. songs at my, yes, I played four songs to give a little taste at my release party, which was last week. Um, but there are six songs altogether. And the reason why we decided, and when I say we, I mean my producer and I, um, we decided to take six songs only because we wanted to make sure that I gave give an impression to to the U.S. market and actually to not only the U.S., but I hope this, this record is going to go everywhere around the world. Um, but specifically here, as this is my first U.S. Um, EP, I wanted to make sure I give an introduction of who I am as an artist and as a person and what my message is at the moment. This is what I have to say. And so we said, okay, let's make sure we have six songs, but all of them need to be special. Every single song needs to have um, a certain message. Every song needs to be like so good produced that everyone will love it, and that was our goal. Well, I, we have four of them that we're going to play uh, today, and I have said in my reviews that your music is very, very professional, very energetic, and very precise. So let's play a bit of, of your single, Satellite, so our audience can uh, understand what we're talking about here. This is Satellite. Tell you, uh, Ben, I, I'm, I'm. It's a good thing I have a long extension on my headphones because I'm dancing. I'm up out of my chair dancing in the in the studio with that. That is, <laughs> I really am. Really, it's a good thing we're not on video because it probably looks silly. Uh, pure dance energy. But but I want to ask you about about a line in there. We won't let this world define us. Now now, how do you keep from staying? within your definition of a pop singer rather than the world's definition of a pop singer and still be successful? <laughs> it's a good question. It's a, we love that line also. Um, it's, you know, it's, I think that's, what, that's where we are at the moment with pop music and probably also like in our society. And I think pop music, and that's why it's called pop music, is representing the, the mood and, and what the people like the general people, the populations in this world feel and think. So I guess we are in an age where people somehow realize that there's more. I'm not saying that that wasn't the case before. I'm sure a lot of people realized before, okay, there's a universe out there. Um, but I think right now, also in the age of the Internet and in the age of, of communication, everything is going so fast and there's almost like no limitations, at least in a physical sense. So um, basically that was the idea with this line also, to say, okay, like uh, w with our excitement and with, with what we can do in life, we don't want to be limited by, by, by this earth. There's more to it. Well, you certainly seem to be headed in that direction. Um, 
And you've also put some powerful, uh, other powerful messages in uh, in your songs. And I want to I want to play another one of those. Uh, and this is from the EP, and it's got what I think is one of the best messages I've heard in a pop song in a long time. This is not a man for sale. And you're sticking to it. Uh, you funded that the promotion for this with with an oversubscribed Kickstarter campaign, which is, of course, one way not to be a to be a man not for sale. So, is that why you you wrote that song? Is you want to let people know that you're going to be who you are, and you're going to let the industry know you're going to be who you are? Uh, I guess that's one of the messages, or that's one of of the ideas behind the song. I think the drive of that song, um, because we most of my songs I start with the music first and then the lyrics. Um, it's just because music is like I guess the best way that I can use to to define my emotions. Let's say it this way. Um, but in any way, it's it's such a heart driven song and the beat and it's it's like almost like a march also in the in the middle of the song. Um, but you're right. Like one of of the ideas behind that song is to say, look, um, this is who I am. This is what I do. This is what I love to do. This is what I love to give. This is what I have to give. Um, and that's 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 basically that's that's who I am. You know what I mean? And uh, still, I, I want people to love what they love. We can't force anyone to love anything. But uh, at the same time, we shouldn't let anyone force to to do, to be to define us. Well, well, I love what you do. I'll tell you that. But uh, I do have a, a, a kind of a business question there. If you're not for sale, how can you get a label? <laughs> well, that's a good question. Um, and I would say I wouldn't take that too literally in in, in that regards because um, you know what the the great thing about music, especially pop music, is that you have a chance to talk to people, and you have to, a chance to to be a channel also, and that's 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 a responsibility. So I would be happy to find a label um, that shares that idea. Because I think at the end, a label is still very, very important because a label can help you, especially if you're a new artist and especially if you're uh, coming from abroad. 
um, it's, it, a label can be great helping you to reach the masses, probably more than any other uh, institution. Well, I'm, I'm sure that there are labels like that right here in uh, Los Angeles. And, uh, in fact, I, I can think of a couple. So uh, I'm fairly confident that you're going to find one. Uh, we're talking with Ben Jimon, and you can talk with him, 347-215-7511, or you can email us, musicfridaylive at gmail.com. A lot of you are emailing us, so let's, let's go to some of the emails here. Um, this is uh, Vin Cat in Austin, and Vin says, Have you been to South by Southwest? You would go over really well in the dance section, and it's a great way to introduce yourself to the country that lives outside of the left coast. He's referring to us there. So have you been to South by Southwest? Thanks for the... <laughs> Why not? You see, the sky's the limit, and I, I mean that literally. Um, thanks, first of all, for the question, and thanks for the great suggestion. Um, and at this point, to be honest, I want to, and my team, like I have a small team around me that helps me, we want to go on tour, and for sure, not only um, around the Los Angeles area, but uh, going throughout the States, that would be great. So that's, that that should be then on, in our map. We'll do yeah, it. South by Southwest is a great way to introduce yourself, uh, and, and also you know all the labels are there too. Um, Manchu in Phoenix says, "Put us on your tour." <laughs> right? So there you have an invitation to Phoenix. Um, Silver in Denver says. Um, are you bringing African instruments in? I think I was hearing African xylophones in that last song. Well, if you hear that detail, then I have to say congratulations, because that's, that's almost like a gift that you have there if you can hear those instruments out. Um, it's true. It's true. When I sat down with Davey, Davey is my producer, David Nathan, amazing, amazing guy. Um, we said, okay, and you know what? The title through the universe. I mean, it's 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 also common in the song "Satellites." It appears, but we decided that like at the very end, um, because we realized, okay, we really got a product. We knew that it's it has to be about journey. The whole the whole EP about journey and about like celebrating life. Um, but through the universe came came like at the very end, and we wanted to. Um, to make sure that we also have the influences of the of the stations that I travel to, and I was very fortunate um, until now to be able to travel uh, to a lot of places. And I wasn't in Africa actually, um, but I've been around many many places. And we want to have instruments in there that are different instruments that are like very exotic at some point also. So it's true that's what we used. Well, con- congratulations on your sharp ears there, uh, Silver in Denver. Uh, and, and Morrison in um, Austin is asking actually something similar. He's asking, "Do you did you get into music while you were in Israel, and do you bring Middle Eastern instruments into the studio with you? And then he has a, a dot, 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 and says the oud. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I, yes. I would definitely say that every place that I've visited, especially um, places where I lived, and I, I, I did live in Israel for a while, um, influenced me. Of course, as a person, but uh, more importantly in, in, in that sense, uh, as a musician. 
or as an artist. So, um, yes, I didn't bring any live instruments, not for this production, hopefully for the next production uh, that were Middle Eastern instruments, but we included some of them also. Um, I'm not sure which other song we're going to hear um, today, but I can only say that there's one song, um, Tokyo, on the EP, <laughs> that uh, is very influenced by other instruments too. Um, great, great, great production. David and I um, went crazy when we did that in the studio. So um, I can only say, if you haven't listened to this one yet, then listen to that one. Well, actually, we do have Tokyo queued up, uh, but I have a couple other questions uh, for you before we play that. And this is uh, sure. Uh, during your career or during your life, actually, you've been given back, uh, and one of the things you've done is you've you've taught uh, music. Can you tell us about your teaching in uh, in Cordoba? Sure. Um, when I finished when I finished my uh, studies. I studied music in London. Um, when I finished that, I had the feeling, okay, it's time for to see something different. Um, and I wanted to see a place that I've never been before. And I heard so much about South America. And so I decided, okay, let's do this. Um, let's go there for a while. So I went to Argentina. My plan was differently. My plan was originally to like travel around uh, other countries in South America too, but I ended up mostly being just in Argentina because it's so big, the country, and there's so much to see. Um, but the main reason was that I wanted to participate in a social project. So I went to Córdoba, which is a very beautiful city. Um, it's actually the second largest city in Argentina, but I was living in a small, tiny, tiny village next to Córdoba. So tiny that there were still horses on the road, and it was like really, 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 really simple, um, but very beautiful. And teaching there was for sure one of the most significant experiences I had so far, uh, again, as a musician, but in that, in that case also a lot as a person, because I learned I always say that I learned more than the kids that I taught because they they shared me they shared with me uh, their own life experiences and and their their way of living and that's something you cannot like read in a book you have to see it yourself or you have to to experience it yourself and so I was very very thankful that I had the opportunity to do that. Well speaking of children I understand that you you also were involved in a, a hospital project in which you brought children into the studio for recording. Can you tell us about that? That's true. Um, that was in... Wait, when was it? That was in 2012. Yeah, it's like time is flying. So um, that was in 2012. I was invited by um, uh, a very, very good um, organization in Germany that is helping with actually with diabetes, um, which is pretty big in Germany. So they um, invited me because they've seen other productions where I included kids. And they asked me, well, why don't you write a song for us? Um, the kids would be so happy. And that's what I did. And we taught the song to the kids and we sang it in, in, in the places where they were. And at some point we said, hey, wait a second, this is so great. We should show that to a bigger crowd. So we said, okay, let's go into the studio. I'll, I took all the kids into a, a very good studio in, in Berlin. And we recorded it in one day. And then shortly after, um, I actually performed at the Brandenburg Gate. Um, and there was like 
a massive crowd, a massive crowd. And uh, we said, okay, that's that's the crowd we need to to share the message. So um, we took the kids with us. Like I had a band, and and I, I took the kids with me, and we like 30 or 40 kids, and we went up on stage and sang oh, in front wow. of yeah, if you believe it or not, a million people. Oh my goodness, what a story! Well, you mentioned Tokyo, so let's hear a little bit of that, okay? <laughs> On, on that one, but uh, musically, but there's a similar message, and the message which comes later in the song is there's a price, and you're not going to pay it. So where did that song come from? That, there's a very interesting story behind this song. Um, first of all, we only have three very... minutes left, right? <laughs> so Sorry. then we, we we made the most important part. Well, I was very inspired by a newspaper article that I read when there was the nuclear cata- uh, catastrophe in Japan. And there was one of the citizens that said that she wishes from all of her heart that like the government in, in Japan um, would focus less on what's important for the city or how to what impression the country makes in, in the world rather than um, concentrating on the people and what the people need, especially in hard times. So I find that very inspiring. And I wanted, I actually put myself just in a situation thinking of what it means to like be in complete darkness and complete chaos and um, crying for help. Wow. Well, I, I, that song definitely does that. And uh, it shows, we, we've got an email here, which we can't really get fully into it, but uh, Teresa in New York says, your music has many forms. I think you're much broader than just pop. And I have to agree with her. Uh, ben, I think th- that this EP is a fabulous entry into the United States. Uh, it's great music. It really gives people a taste of who they are. Do you have any plans to support this with a tour? Definitely. That's going to come up next. Um, we're working on, on a tour plan, and hopefully I'll be able to announce the dates very, very soon. Okay. Well, when you do, let us know, and we will be glad to uh, promote it uh, here on the show and probably have you on for a a couple of minutes to talk about some of your gigs. In the meantime, where can people go to get this uh, fabulous EP? Well, mainly for now, uh, online and all the big stores, uh, iTunes, Amazon, and whatever there is, uh, there's a lot. Um, you can go to my website. You can find me on Facebook and all the other social media. And 
I constantly promote the CD there, and it shouldn't be a problem to find it, and you can download it. Um, and once the, the shows are coming out, you can also have a physical copy. Now, and that website is, um, is that the website new.benjamin.com? Correct. Uh, that's uh, n-e-w.b-e-n-j-a-i-m-e-n.com, and you can, you can get a copy of the uh, EP there. And I really think everybody should add this to your collection. Uh, this is a, a foundational piece of work from uh, an artist who I believe is going to go a long, long way, and we're so happy that you're here in the United States and in my hometown, and we're so happy that you took the time to join us today on Music Friday Live. Thank you so much for inviting me. I really enjoyed it. Thank you. That's Ben Jimon. The album is Through the Universe. It's available on iTunes and at his website. And uh, we're just we're just about out of time. So uh, as we say goodbye, I'm going to play a little bit of Die for You, which is another song from the album. I remember you saying, like it was yesterday, there will be a time. Where you just do and find a little bit of space from my familiar face to find out who you are. You wouldn't go too far. I'm on the back. That's Die For You by uh, Ben Jimon. It's off of his uh, U.S. debut uh, EP, Through the Universe. <clears throat> You've been listening to Music Friday with Patrick O'Heffernan from the Blog Talk Radio Network, the Cyber Station USA Network, and our radio affiliates, and on Stitcher. If you like our Facebook page and follow our Twitter feeds, you'll get real-time updates on our guests. You can also tell us who you'd like to have on the air, and we'll see if we can track them down. Our producer is Lars Christensen. Our program director is Jason Bartlebin. Our intern is Angeline Serrano. You can download this and other Music Friday programs at blogtalkradio.com slash forward slash Music Friday. That's blogtalkradio.com forward slash Music Friday. You can also get a delayed broadcast on cyberstationusa.com. If you are listening to us on podcast and you still have a question or a comment you want to uh, give to the the artists that we had on today, send them to me, and I will forward them on to you. And when they reply, and they usually do, uh, we'll forward that reply back back to you. Be here, not next Friday. Next Friday we're going to be off. We do get a little bit of a vacation. You know, that's how it is. Uh, once in a while I, I get to, to, to take a day off. But we're putting together a great show, a great show for the following Friday. So you're going to have to go to our website and uh, as things develop because we're still talking to the guests there you'll uh, find out who they are and uh, they'll be you, you know they're going to be great people so you can tune in next not next friday but the friday afterwards so check out our twitter stream and our facebook page and we will update you on those guests meantime good night everyone have a great musical weekend and here's some more of die for you Like it was yesterday
Sorry, we're off the air and that happens. You'll get a letter from the um, uh, network that has a URL in it to allow you to download the uh, interview. The interview is yours. You can do anything with it you want. You can edit it, post it, whatever. Um, I am going to do um, a review of the EP and, post and uh, publish it in a number of different magazines and uh, let me know when you're going to be out there playing, okay? Lost them. <laughs> 